13 minutes past six, lots coming up in this hour. First things first, students across the country are saying that they will shut down universities if the demand for historic debt to be scrapped is not met. And, of course, we know that uh, NSFS is uh, largely responsible for funding students across the country and the major universities. Uh, But, by and large, it is money you have to pay back. But, of course, there's the issue of uh, the debt being scrapped. And it is uh, a hindrance and does pull back uh, a lot of students post their studies. Now, the... um, Situation as it stands is um, that we have a couple of universities who are already closing down um, as a result of the protests, the likes of the Northwest University in Mahikeng. I see there was violence at UKZN as well. So what we'll do shortly is chat to the Secretary General of the SA Union of Students to find out what the issues are, what the engagements have been between them and, say, higher education. Have they had a conversation with NSFS and what the way forward is potentially? We'll catch up with uh, Luandi Lemtolo in a moment. Also coming up in this hour, phone line traffic, anything you want to share with us, 089-110-3377, and uh, we'll take your call there. If you still have anything to share with us as far as your to-do lists, things that you need to get done today, yes, we're listening. You can uh, vo- voice note us on 071-585-6157. So what's making news? Well, this uh, shutdown and the promise of such by the students in South Africa across the country. The issue, it seems, is uh, this uh, demand for historic debt to be scraped and uh, done away with. We've seen uh, violence in the uh, UKZN with police and students clashing, security guards also getting in the mix there. Something we don't want to see, especially on the back of a really dreadful um, uh, situation with fees must fall and how things went down there but we're seeing this again we're seeing also uh, the University of uh, the Northwest out in Mahikeng also closing down and these are not just the only universities I mean they were joined by their counterparts at the University of South Africa the Durban campus of UNISA who also had similar demands Luandilem Tolo, the Secretary General at the SA Union of Students joins us on the line Let's get an update on what on earth is going on. Good morning. Uh, morning to yourself. Uh, morning to viewers at home. I mean, just to recap, uh, from what we understand, the issue is uh, scrapping of uh, historic debt. Um, of course, we know that students are largely study on this loan that they get from NSFS. Is that the only issue at hand? Uh, when the South African Union of Students uh, issued out a uh, 15 demand to the minister, Mm. of higher education training, uh, Mr. Plainsman, on the 16th of January. Where he and the South African Union of Students gave him seven working days for him to answer on those system demands. Amongst the main issues uh, pertinent were the issue of student debt, um, the issues of accommodation, um, the issues of the new policies when it comes to accredited, accredited non-accredited residences within universities. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue of the N plus one versus N plus two rule, which then bars students from being able to continue their studies and be given a fair chance with the limited funding of NSFAS. Mm. So uh, there is the so, of NSFAS mm. uh, and many other issues affecting registration within the sector. Of course. Uh, universities of course. that have uh, increased fees are above their uh, grade upon uh, percentages. 
So those are some of the major issues that we sure, really sure. I mean, let's talk on this issue of uh, the uh, historic debt. I mean, were there any promises made up to this point around that particular issue? Um, since 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 before we 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 had engagements with uh, three ministers, Minister Plainzimande, mm. Doctor Mkize, and Doctor Manedi Pando. Mm. Now the engagements we had last year is that we had then uh, agreed that the, the student debt of the country in its entirety stands at ten billion. So there needed to be a relief mechanism put in place to be able to eradicate that because it's the one that is preventing people from uh, furthering their studies. Mm. Uh, the, the previous minister, Minister Nairobi Kando, then assured students that they, she would dedicate a billion rands, which she did, to the issue of historic debt. So the current historic debt stands now at nine billion. But the current minister has no commitment to us to say how much is uh, uh, he dedicating to to the issue of historic debt, and how much uh, how, uh, and how much uh, how many students can who have historic debt register. But what we find is that students whom the state has deemed poor uh, and working class to the NSFAS instead cannot register uh, because they are owing the institutions. And institutions are asking ridiculous amount of 50% upfront fee payments and, and so on and so forth. Mm. So it becomes a, a really challenging issue when it comes to registration. Of sure, sure, sure. I mean, just to jump in there, I mean, I see the uh, minister, uh, Bladen Zimande, had pointed out, I think it was a day or two ago, that students who carry debt, for example, from last year will be allowed to register provided they sign an acknowledgement of debt, um, some sort of form that would tie them down to that. Uh, uh, it, it's one thing to speak from an accreditation office than to speak from the reality on the ground. Mm. For an example, the University of Guadalupe Natal says, if you have a, a, a previous debt, you must take 15 to 20% of that debt in order for you to register. Now, that is not what Clayton Monday is, is, is saying. He's saying something totally different. So it means that the instructions from the Department of Higher Education towards the university does not feel through the same way. Because he does not take charge of the percentages that must be he does not speak of the percentages that must be paid. But people that implement it vice chancellors and university registers and CFO mm. are asking for an upfront payment, which is, I don't think uh, the minister understands those additional conditions on the right. that are facilitating registration period. It's, it's one thing to say sign an AOD, but it's something when you get to a university say mm. sign your AOD and then pay an upfront mm. uh, upfront mm. payment. That that's that's where the deadlock is. But mm. you would not understand that if you do not go to this university. Mm. So, um, in, in 20, 30 seconds, what happens, Luandile, if none of your demands are met? I mean, uh, we see there's promises of more protests. What's, what happens if there's, a, uh, there's no way forward here? Well, we, 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 we still believe in the culture of engagement uh, 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 and finding uh, amicable solutions to the problem. But we don't believe that it's proper for people to address each other on media. We believe that we should go back to the drawing table with the minister as soon as the minister is ready to go to the table with us. But mm. for the continuation, we still believe that we are proceeding with day three uh, of the national shutdown, and we expect more and more campuses uh, to join uh, the shutdown. Otherwise, we get a suitable response. As right. We not to reverse the gains that we have achieved through season of all, because we truly believe that in a serious... Uh, uh, <coughs> There's a serious ploy by the minister in the state to be able to request some of the progressive claims that is made from from Sismos Sure. We'll leave it there for now, Luandile. Luandile Mtolo, Secretary General, SA Union of Students. What are your thoughts on that situation? Um, it sounds all too familiar with the issues around student debts.
All right, at 6.24, let's get an update on traffic Wednesday morning vibes. Good morning, Rob. Hey. And this is your morning flavor. Thank you very much, Rob Beasy. Good morning. This is the morning flavor on a Wednesday. We hope you're ready to take on your day. The headlines and sport will come through shortly. And phone line traffic, 089-110-3377. Anything you want to share with us? We are eager to hear from you. It's black motion, everything. It's the morning flavor on Metro, black motion with Afro Traction and Moti, everything. We'll get into phone line traffic in a moment. Anything you want to share with us? We're happy to hear from you on 089-110-3377. So I see businessman Petris Mutsipe has said sorry for the remarks he made to U.S. President Donald Trump, him saying that Africa loves America, Africa loves him. He's saying that he um, had to really just embark on some introspection and, and think about his remarks and realize that he cannot speak on behalf of everybody. So he says, sorry, guys. Do we forgive Mr. Mutsipe? I think we can. For telling Donald Trump the horrible lie that <laughs> that Africa loves him. The I'm sure Donald lie. felt that also. He probably thought, yeah, I know what you actually <laughs> say. There's more than one way to get in my pocket. I mean, here's the thing. Yes, Dr. Petris Mutsipe, you brought us Lionel Messi and Beyonce in yeah. one year, that other year. Ah, uh, then he's forgiven. So, uh, on my Bye. side, we understand. <laughs> when you're but starstruck, you're starstruck, sir. And y'all made him apologize on his birthday. Is it? Yikes. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I mean, look, this was the World Economic Forum in Davos. It's it's one of those events that, you know, matter in in the world. Um, and uh, maybe he was just in the moment. You know, I'm, I'm just so indifferent. But also, I just feel like, you know, there is not a single successful person out there in the world who's never had to schmooze. So maybe he was just schmoozing on, on our behalf. No, totally. And uh, <laughs> he, he forgot who he was and who he was up in the process. A little there, there, there is, however, truth in what he says when yeah. he says Africa loves America, because we do. We do love America. I mean, think about it from a cultural perspective, what we consume on television, what we wear, how we speak, our perspective of the world. I mean, yeah. we do love America. And anybody can stand up and challenge that. Mm. Um, and you'll soon realize that you have very little argument. Absolutely. But, but on the issue of loving Trump, no, absolutely not. No, no. Is there any damage caused, though? I mean, is there any real damage to what he said? Or is it just a matter of his own reputation, how people see him as Petris Mutsipe. Yeah, I think it's just all reputation stuff and how everybody or a lot of people view Donald Trump. Obviously, a lot of people aren't in support of him, his ideals, his character, how he deals with the media, how he deals with um, other countries and other world leaders. Yeah, he's just uh, he, he's just that guy that no one really wants to be associated with. Um, but as for Patrice, I don't think he meant any harm. I think it was a bit of a business schmoozing here and there. Nothing wrong with that. And now now that like I've spoken on his behalf, I can send him <laughs> my banking details. I mean, let me just all hello, this, hello, all this PR. Hello, I mean, what happened there with the family? Uh, a million rand <laughs> only, Patrice. <laughs> I see you're schmoozing him too. Yeah. Well, it's a very different sentiment being shared on at Metro FMSA. Most people are saying too little, too late with your apology, damage done. Oh, you guys are so horrible. But did you die? Mm, all right. That's the question. Mm-hmm. But if did any, you if die? you have any thoughts on that, feel free to share with us. It's time for the headlines.